Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Swordson, early break, full show head, lots oh, yeah. to get to. We've got guests galore today. we got Rick Heyman here in the studio with us. Rick. Rick will be here uh, doing a segment for music at 645, but he's here with us too. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Well, thanks for having it's me. It's a nice surprise. I didn't know who that was pulling up in that. Well, you've seen his car before. He's been here many no, times. No, this is a new one. Oh, it's a new one. Okay. <laughs> it's a pickup truck. I finally succumbed. My fault. So it's a nice pickup that it. came came rolling in, and I was like, I, I wonder who this person is. <laughs> yes, I thought gentleman, although that uh, maybe that's <laughs> well, you were right. Am I getting myself in no, trouble? No, this here? assumption was correct then today. Yeah. So good job. Uh, quickly, Jake, quiz for Jake. This is going to be interesting. Get ready. This is interesting. Okay. Final four volleyball teams go. Wisconsin. No. <laughs> Louisville. More. Wisconsin's out. Right. I know that. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. I knew that one. Final four volleyball teams go. <laughs> uh, hey, don't don't hammer me, volleyball fans. When Nebraska's out, I, <laughs> I stop caring. Is this as much. unfair to even do this? That is unfair. It is. <laughs> <It's pretty much laughs> this is going to be brutal. <laughs> pretty much. I didn't know who Wisconsin it. lose to. I don't know. Probably the team that's in the final don't four. Don't deflect. Well, I, Louisville's in. For you're sure. deflecting. All yes. I got is Louisville for you. I got one of the four. Listen, when Nebraska's out, oh, I stop paying Enrique attention. Is gonna just no. amorous. What, same thing for like you know the other sports. If Nebraska's right. out of them, I don't care as much. I don't right. follow it. Yeah, and I think closely. you're forgiven. I think most fans. Thank you. I, I wonder how many Nebraska fans could name it. Rick. Yes, sir. <laughs> Can you name the, the final four volleyball? No I cheating. Have no, no clue. Cheating. The only reason I know Louisville's in is because I read an article about Danny Busboom. Danny Busboom Kelly. I think it's Danny from Busboom. Cortland. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yay, Cortland. So it's Louisville. Okay. San Diego. Okay, I saw them beat somebody. Oh, that's right. Pitt. Pitt. And the beloved Texas Longhorns. Texas. Okay, I, I should have had Texas. The other two I didn't have. Now, I, I was watching it. I watched San Diego play some good volleyball in the tournament when Nebraska was still in it. <laughs> he said Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> no Big Ten representation. That's hard to believe. Hey, banners they, are hung in the CHI Health Center. Final no, four. No, time. no uh, Big Ten teams. Are you it. going, Sip? <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think the <laughs> Omaha crowd will, sh- will root for of those four? Not Texas. Not Texas. Oh, Danny Busman. Maybe, maybe okay. Danny Busman. Yeah. Kelly. Yeah. yeah, I can see them rooting for San Diego. That's a new team to the fold. You don't see them very often in the Final Four. They've had a nice, you know, uprising here recently. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you here, know? Hey, trivia. What's San Diego's mascot? Huh? Uh, Got that one. Toro. Torero. 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 Whatever that is, it's a Torero. So we got that one covered. Thank Danny you. Busboom Kelly's from Cortland, Nebraska, which is just That's south. That's right. That's what Rick said. You just got that right. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. I don't know exactly the matchups, but th- those are the teams. She married a football player. Who did she marry? Jeez, we got all sorts of trivia this morning on the show. Jeez. I don't, I don't have that one. What, is it last name Kelly? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. I just heard that. <laughs> all right, don't, All right, now, Rick, what we try not to do is – 
uh, be wrong about things. Yeah, so we're going to be right about things. Again, 464 call or text is I don't always... know that she's married to a football player. Yes, she is. <laughs> okay. Jim Rose just told me on KFAB. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Right. I was listening to that, too. Okay, so it's, by the way. That's your computer. <laughs> we are a mess Whoops. this morning. The computer over there is okay, making by, sound. By again. the way, Thursday, that's today. Yeah. Semifinal, San Diego versus Texas, 7 p.m. That's two seeds. Uh, I don't know. They, yeah. they got the seeds all messed to up. To the texture, it's not San Diego State. It is San Diego. San right. Diego. The Toreros. San Diego versus Texas at 7. At 9.30 tonight. These are on ESPN, by the way, the, the, the main station. 9.30 stage. Central Time? 7 p.m. is yeah. San Diego, Texas. 9.30 <laughs> um, is Pittsburgh, well, Louisville. I'm glad Nebraska's not in. 9.30 for a start of the match. It's actually it's pretty late. Okay. It's actually Boy, That's still pretty late. So yeah. 8.30 is late. Six I'm 10 toes up at 8. Yeah. 6 p.m. is San Diego, Texas. 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Pittsburgh, Louisville. You're 10 toes up at 8. Wow. That's sleep Usually. time. Usually. That's sleep time. 10 toes up at 8. I get up at 4. Yeah, you're get a, you're an early riser. Yeah. yeah, I can't go to bed at eight. You're not old enough yet. Thank you. God, that was, <laughs> nice, that was nice of you to say. Four six four five six Thank eight you. five. Call or text as always. So you can that. watch and comment on the on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream. Again, you the show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Uh, right. Before we get into what I oh, want to talk about on. with the coaches, this is a great topic. Well, Nebraska fans love themselves some quarterback talk as well, and Nebraska. We'll have a visit here from Malik, Malik Hornsby of Arkansas here this weekend. Malik that, Hornsby, who is not a, not a, not Bruce Hornsby's son. Is he related? No, no relation to Bruce Hornsby, but Malik Hornsby will be visiting Nebraska this weekend. He's a quarterback from Arkansas. Did not start there. K.J. Jefferson was the starter, of course. You love K.J. Jefferson in Arkansas, but he is set to visit Nebraska about 50% on his throws this season. Okay. Interesting. You know that? Um, I I had an awareness. Okay, all right. Yeah. Malik Hornsby. Yeah. Okay, so I want to do something. Since now we know the head coach at Purdue is Ryan Walters, the Illinois defensive coordinator. So the positions are filled. Whoever's left is gone. Whoever is coming in is in in the Big Ten West. We're going to West specifically for this, not Big Ten in general. Yeah. Big Ten West. Now that Ryan Walters, Matt Rule, are Luke Fickle are in their positions in the Big Ten West, how do you rank – the current coaches in the Big Ten West at the moment. Sip, is there an is there an obvious number one coach in the Big Ten West? No, it's real, <clears throat> it's really a tight race. Like it's they're all bunched up, and it's, so it's hard to do it. But we did it. Now you did it. I did it. I don't know where you, where you voted these people. Um, it's a tough exercise. It's a challenging exercise. Uh, yeah, Luke Fickle, number one at Wisconsin. Luke Fickle. I have a hard time doing that off the bat. Okay. Can I tell you why? Yeah, just tell me you're not going to put Fitz number one. I'm not putting, no, I'm not putting Fitz one. Right. I have a hard time putting, putting Fickle number one because <clears throat> he's coming in from the same conference that Scott Frost came in I from. I don't know why that matters. And, you know, he, he's coached here. At why Ohio, does that matter? He's coached at Ohio State in the past. It was a long time ago. So I, he's been in the conference. I just can't you put him downgrade him. I can't the... put him number one right now. Okay, then who do you have number one? I have number one. I, <laughs> it's it's really hard. It's, it's just hard. I just I Fickle's my number two. He's in my second. Your number. You one? are right though. What you said off the bat is true. It is, it is bunched up at the top. 
It is bunched. I have to go with Kirk Ferentz off the bat. Whoa. Is this total coaches or new coaches? No, this is this is no, Big Ten is West head coaches. Yeah, head coaches. West. What about what's his name in Illinois? Yeah, he's close. Brett Bielema's well, up hold there. Hold on, hold on. Okay, uh, I, I have him four. I have Ferentz four. Now, it there's different ways to rate these guys, and the way I approached it was this is the guy I'd want running my program right now, right now. Okay, Ferentz. Comes off a disappointing season. Disappointing. I understand finish. that. Yes. Terrible offense. Right. I mean, arguably the worst in FBS. They've got Cade McNamara coming in. They got and Eric. And they got Eric All, the Michigan tight end coming in. So quarterback and tight end coming okay, in. Okay, that's Michigan. true. I, I mean, that does that affect. He, he has seen some issues. Okay, we're going to attack that. We're going to get a good quarterback. We're going to get a good tight end. All right. You. Okay. You have Ferentz one. Because well, because Rule has never been a Big Ten head coach, I can't put him up there. Fickle has never has been an interim head coach one time for one year in the Big Ten. But but you're not doing it like I'm doing it, which is this is the person I want running my program right now. I think there's different rankings for me. Okay, all right. One, I have Fickle. Two, I have Bielema. Brett, I think he's got to be number two. Okay. I see. I put him above above Luke, Luke Fickle right now. I do, but you don't put him above no, Ferentz. I put Ferentz one and Bielema two. Okay. What Bielema did in, in already in a short time at Illinois. Now they didn't win the division. They run they run a route to do it. They but they failed the last couple of games of, of November and, and folded. But what he did in a short time at lowly Illinois and what he's done in the past at Wisconsin. Yeah, he's he's number two. Yeah, what list. he's done in the past is at Wisconsin is factored heavily into my rating. Okay. So I got Fickle, one, Bielema, two. You have Ferentz, one, Bielema, two. That's right. I have P.J. Fleck, number three. See, I'll go Fickle at three. Fickle at three. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I have Ferentz at four. Then I go P.J. Fleck at four. I have Rule Matt at five. I have Matt Rule at five also. I have Fitz six. I also have Pat Fitzgerald somehow has fallen the sixth in the in the division. I have Ryan Walters seven. I think you have to have Walters at seven. He's never coached a football game as a head coach before. I mean, maybe he's got a high ceiling. Maybe he figures out right away. But in terms of where you're at right now, yes, Matt Rule is new to the Big Ten Conference, but he has been a head football coach across the country before. Yes. You know, same same so, for Luke Fickle. He's been a head coach. But you grade down Rule for what he did at Temple. I'm not great. The, the, the fact is that you've got a lot of good coaches ahead of him. Right. And, and I, maybe grading down isn't the way to put it, but that American Athletic Conference, you deem success in the, in the American Athletic Conference with a furrowed brow. Like, okay, they were good there, uh, but what does that matter? I don't know if I say that. I don't that. do that. I, well, I don't do I, that. I look at what he did at Baylor also. I look at that. That right. was successful at Baylor, what he inherited, what he left with, what he, what he left the program with when he was went to Carolina. The bottom lines before we get to Rick here. The bottom line is two. Well, there's two bottom lines. We got rule both at number five. Okay. Yes. But I, we, a, bo- yep. But it's tightly bunched. So it's not like – I mean, I don't. Pe- I hope people don't get um, all wound up because it, because it's a tightly bunched pack. I have fickle one. For some reason, you have Ferentz one. And I'm not getting any pushback in that, by the way. You're not. Mm-mm. 
Sure. Do I like doing that? Absolutely not. Oh, I don't like giving Ferentz number one. He does this, doesn't he? Rick. I think so. Yeah. I don't like Iowa. I don't. Yes, and, I, and, do. I, and it really pains me to put him number one. No, it doesn't. It does. Stop doing that. No, it pains me. I'm in pain. Oh, I'm in pain giving <laughs> Iowa pain. head coach Kirk Ferentz a compliment like that. But they have been consistently good they have. since he's been there, they right? Have. Even this year, when they weren't really impressed, they had a terrible offense. And they still had a chance in the final game to win the division. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If that, they beat Nebraska at home, they win the West. That final game, it was not a good commentary on Iowa. I understand that. N- that not just the field of play. The atmosphere. The atmosphere. Now, I don't think you were there, right? I was not they in Iowa. They didn't even fill the stadium for that big of a game. Okay, maybe because it was Thanksgiving you know, weekend and the kids were gone. It wasn't just a student section. It was not a great atmosphere, and they were playing a huge game. Um, I, that's the one thing I'm, I'm, I was sort of befuddled by. You'd think there'd be a lot of excitement them playing to get to the Big Ten championship game, right? There really wasn't. No. There really wasn't. Well, I, maybe they were assuming they were just going to beat Nebraska and get there. Probably. But also, it's the fact that, hey – Iowa fans know this team was not very good this year, and it still was but almost good know. enough to win yeah. the Big Ten West. Yeah, I mean, the Iowa, the offense was disgusting to watch. The defense was very good. Special teams was very good, but the offense was such an eyesore. And yeah, that's holding oh, that hurt that holds Ferentz back. But guess what? They still almost won oh, the God. division oh, with God. that offense. Oh God, I, did, I didn't even hammer you on something. You you mocking me for weeks about Iowa's elite defense and their elite sip sip they're elite that's elite that's elite how did they look elite to you they had Nebraska? a rough game against Nebraska they look, that look elite they had a rough game a lot elite of penalties def- elite defenses don't have rough games like that Uh some do Uh no what's Ohio State's defense was that they're not bad? elite what are they nobody says Ohio State has what are an elite they, defense they're good they're good nobody says Ohio State has an elite defense Georgia. Last year was an elite defense. How about this year? No. Okay. I'm just making sure we got everything covered here on this. That wasn't an elite defense. I said it was very good. Very good. I'm not saying but, – but when you were throwing elite around, I was like, I don't see that. Well, you were right in this instance, sir. Congratulations. Bam, <laughs> <laughs> you were right. Rick. Rick. Yes, ratings. Sir. I mean, what do you th- what's your takeaway? Big Ten West coaches ratings. I don't know. You know, I heard that um, Belima inherited a lot of uh, Lubby's guys. For sure. And a lot of them are going to be leaving, so this will be the year, I think, to see mm-hmm. lose a lot of defense. what kind of coach he really is. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I think it's, you know, Ference with the right quarterback and tight end like oh, you I guys like were it. talking about is probably a – a game changer. It I like it. It's absolutely true. You're right. I like Ferentz. When, I mean, Ferentz, yeah, when he has a quarterback, they're pretty good. I mean, Nate Stanley was, was successful there. Bethard was successful there. Stanzi, to a certain extent, was successful there. Yep. Those Stanzi. guys they had were terrible this year. Right. I mean, pretty bad. I mean they, made the, they made the conference title game last season with Spencer Petras as a quarterback. Nebraska might not have won a game with Spence if he was the quarterback here. Think about that. No. Iowa no. won the Big Ten West last season, 2021, with Petrus. If he was the starting quarterback here, I'm not sure you can convince me Nebraska wins more than one or two games. So total so that's a, on the season. That's a that makes the conversation interesting because in one sense you would say 
That's fabulous coaching to manage that team to the Big Ten title game with Spencer Petras. On the other hand, you'd say, why is Spencer Petras your quarterback? Fair. And is that, is that, is that well, all you can a, do? Well, is that all you can do? That is certainly a question you, that would is valid to Kirk Ferentz in this conversation. But I would say, yeah, even though that's a huge question, he still has that, had that team winning football games and one win away from the Big Ten West again two years in a row with a, with a very subpar, not even average, a subpar quarterback. This also, this discussion, this rating of the Big Ten West coaches, it underscores Purdue's very peculiar decision. Yeah. Very peculiar. I, I just think it's – you're taking a flyer on Ryan Walters. I'm not criticizing Ryan Walters. I'm not. And I'm not even – it's – I don't even know if I'm, I'm saying I'm criticizing the hire. I'm just saying it's peculiar. In the context of what we just went through, you know who's in the bottom. It didn't have to be that way. In fact, the top on my list is a new coach in the, in the Big Ten. Luke yeah. Fickle. I, it, it, Purdue didn't have to go that route where automatically your coach is going to be rated last in the Big Ten West in virtually anybody's rating. You didn't have to do that, Jake. Now, that's not – People can be wrong, and they can say, well, rank them, all you, rank them where you want them. We'll right. just win on the field. You guys can feel bad about that. Yeah, Prove well, you that's wrong. what happens. Yeah. That, that's, what they're, that's what they're planning on. They're not, they're not planning on some sort of – a couple of years of, of crap face. They just come off a division title. I don't know what they're planning. They're on. expecting Ryan Walters to keep this thing rolling and say, "You, we understand you're a new coach, but guess what? We just won the West. We expect to be good next year." Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fair. That you should expect that. You should expect to go way backwards with him as the first year head coach. Tell your fan base, "Hey, and we won the West this year, but we got a new head coach who's never coached before. We're gonna maybe slip, mm-hmm. but believe in him for the future." That's not gonna. It's not gonna fly. I never said it would. I know. Uh, <laughs> By the way, John Des Moines has quotations that says, you were right on this one. Sip should just call the day after hearing that this morning. That was amazing. A good day already for him. I don't know <laughs> how to react to you saying that. I think that I know might, it's uncommon. I might, might, is that because Rick is here? No. And you're trying to keep the peace? No. <laughs> it's because I, I thought you might actually be right on that one. But the Iowa defense. I still think they were damn good, though. They were They were top good. ten. I, we always and you know ag- what? Nebraska's allowed to have, Nebraska's allowed to have a great game. We always agreed on that part. I just don't like people throwing around elite. That's, that was not an elite. It wasn't, there was, I've seen better Iowa defenses than that. And it was still good. Top ten, Very right? Top ten in the country. I don't know what it. Finishes. Which I, if you're a top ten, you're elite to me. Is elite one of one, or is there? Can you have five elite? You don't defenses? know. You already said I'm right, so don't try to. We, you, we you, are, you are right. Yeah. We have a phone call. If you can hear us, you're on early break. Go ahead. Who do we have this morning? Good morning, Steve, whoa. Jake, and Rick. Whoa, it's whoa. Chris at the ball. Chris. Show. All right. Nice to hear from you again, Chris. Well, uh, guys, yeah, uh, uh, good topic, Jake. But, you know, if, now, if, if I'm going to rate these coaches, uh, first of all, um, uh, Coach Rule and uh, the uh, new coach, Waters, over there at uh, Purdue. Yeah, Ryan Waters. I'm going to give them an I, incomplete. I, I know what okay. that means because I saw a couple of those, Steve, Jake, uh Rick, when I was in school, oh, so <laughs> so I, I I'm going to I'm going to give those guys an incomplete. Uh, uh, Luke Fickle, 
hard to argue, uh, you know, with his resume coming from Cincinnati, made the college playoff with Cincinnati, you know, and that, that kind of going up to Wisconsin kind of scares you a little bit. But to, to me, you guys, uh, P.J. Fleck and Kirk Ferentz right up there, they've been they, – the ship has been steady for those two. But to me, it's more about, you guys, the ceiling right now of the programs. In, in this millennium, the 21st century, which I talk about a lot, the only team that's really had a national pulse out of the West Division is Wisconsin that's played, that's actually won a Big Ten title or two in, this, in the last 22, 23 years. Uh, the ceiling on, on, on Nebraska, you know, you guys know where I stand on that. Four, four, four to nine wins. Uh, in a couple of years, when this thing is going to start to get tougher, it's going to start to get tougher with UC, USC, UCLA joining, joining the fray. We and, and probably, like I said, a couple of other teams. You know, you guys, I, I don't know if it's going to matter who's coaching these teams like Minnesota, Nebraska, Iowa, uh, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois. I, you know, I, I, I just think the big boys are going to start running the show. And uh, Steve, Jake, Rick, I don't know. I, I think Maryland last night. Now, Jake, excuse me for getting off topic. That's but all right. We do Maryland, all the time. Maryland, Maryland caught a little bit of what UCLA and USC can do in basketball last night. I watched uh, UCLA just clobber Maryland, and that game was in College Park last night. It was. So they got a preview of what's coming here in a couple of years. But, guys, yeah, it's, it's an interesting subject, but – but uh, as far as I go, I, I, I would put right now, with his recent resume, Luke Fickle, and like I said, he's at Wisconsin, which is the only Big Ten West team to win a conference title here in the last 20, 25 years probably. And uh, uh, B.J. Flack up there, and Brett Bielema, yeah, he, he did a great job this year. So, But, guys, hey, good topic, Jake, and – uh, Rick, Steve, I'm going to hang up, and we're all listening up here at Baldwin Shop. Yeah, okay, thank thanks, you, Chris. Baldwin Shop. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, thank you, Baldwin. Uh, they know that you... Merry Christmas, Baldwin they, Shop. Yeah. They know that I what? They know that you come up with the topics. Well, yeah, they've caught on over the past six and a half years how this goes. Um, <laughs> okay, here's some... I, I, I wanted some pushback from people on Ferentz. I'm glad I got some. This is from Corey and Lincoln, our friend, yeah, our friend Corey. Oh, wow, good. Corey's always stern, which is good. Yeah. He says, consider this pushback on Ferentz at number one. They haven't been consistently good. Over 20 years, they've been consistently above average, sometimes good. He says also, save it with that top defense stat. They got that ranking playing against a bunch of anemic offenses. Two-thirds of the defenses in the Big Ten are top-level defenses, according to the stats. It's bogus. Yeah, I just eyeballed them. I mean, I just know what their personnel was. I don't. I mean, I'm not married to the stats. I can think I'm not, on my own, and I saw what I saw, and I did not see. Elite. Let, let's not forget. And I said that you know, this this I is mean, sickening. Trey Palmer couldn't do that against an elite. Defense. I am sick of all the compliments I'm giving Iowa right now. It's sickening. But don't forget, early in that game, they lost. Maybe you know, if if Jack Campbell's their their best 
player. Cooper DeGene is right there, number two, and he was out early. An elite in that defense game. doesn't lose one guy and then go fall apart. Cooper DeGene changes games. An elite defense does not lose one individual and say, "Oh, well, I guess we're not very good." But that's not the way an elite defense works. They had a rough game. <laughs> this this is enough of me defending and praising Iowa. I'm getting sick. I'm getting nauseous over here about all this stuff. I'm You're saying. good at it. My own mouth is like, "What are you saying right You're now? What are you it. doing? Why it. are you doing this to yourself? This is terrible." I'm, I'm I do not think you are a Leighton Creighton fan. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. A, but I think there's an Iowa thing. There's going. no Iowa thing. There is. There, I mean, Rick <laughs> listens every day. He could tell you. I, he just did. I know. No, he, he's he got a little thing for Iowa. <laughs> I don't have a thing for Iowa. <laughs> How dare you. Kirk. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, before we get to break, has a, has a take. This is, this is a steaming hot take. Let's do it. Jeff from Farrell's says this. I think collectively the Big Ten West coaches might be better than the East coaches as a group top to bottom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I think so. so. The East has Ryan Day, Jim Harbaugh, James Franklin. Right. Got Loxley. Mike Loxley, Greg Schiano, Tom Allen. Tucker. Mel Tucker. Now, Tom Allen's star has faded in the last two years. Uh, yeah, faded time. off the radar. Big time. Yeah. That, that was a guy two years ago or three years ago, whatever. It was, it was great. He had a nine-win season. <clears throat> Uh, Mel, Mel Tucker's star faded last year. Now he can bring that back, but he oh, won eleven games a couple years ago. Loxley's never had an opportunity to fade. It just is the star has yeah. never been there, right? Um, but the but the top three are exceptional. Oh yeah, they're strong. great. Yeah. It, so I don't is is Greg Schiano strong? I think so, but he did not have Rutgers had a bad year. They did. So the top three of Day, Harbaugh, Franklin, very strong. But Jeff's take is top to bottom, the West is better. Hmm. You know what? You know what? We, we got Fitzgerald you know that's sixth in the West. Right. You know what? Yeah, if Purdue wouldn't have hired Walters and hired somebody with experience, I'd, I'd, be, more, I'd be more apt to go there. But I think Jeff's probably on to something anyway. I just, again, Purdue, Purdue is a very peculiar hire. And this, in this... In, in the context of what we're talking about, very peculiar. I agree. When we come back, if you don't have plans for next Tuesday night or Tuesday the whole day, I got a reason. Another, I got plans for you. The Battle of the Vault is in Lincoln. I'll tell you more about that next on Early Break of the Ticket.